0: First and foremost, thank you so much for joining the playroom today, Emma and Nimi. How are you guys today? Good, good.
1: Good, good. How
0: are you? I'm amazing because, first of all, the the last time I had two people on the same podcast, let me be more specific. The last time I had two ladies on the podcast was last year. It was amazing and there there was an amazing vibe because there's always connection and having a completely different perspective especially now with the clubhouse and having different people on the stage it kind of gives me the same vibe but in such a much better way because we're being specific to our content so i'm so excited to have you both here tonight how are you guys doing great so excited
1: yeah i'm excited to be here i'm looking forward to our conversation so thanks for having us
0: you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm sure people are wondering what's really going on. Like, who are we talking about? <laughs> so I would love to, first and foremost, ask if you guys are, how do I put this? I saw Juneteenth. Let me let me just say that. I saw Juneteenth and I started getting excited because I was like, I want you guys to really go into the discussion. But first and foremost, Emma. Please let us know more about you, who you are, and then we go to Nimi, and then from there we can continue. It'll be your turn next. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Emma. Emma um,
1: I am originally from Ghana, and um, I am a salon owner. I am a owner of a beauty retail store and um, called Modern Nature
0: hey, hey I, I gotta i gotta scan that qr code low key hold on let me <laughs> <laughs> keep going
1: Scare young. Scare the QR code. but um yeah so what we do is we house other people's products in our store so if you are i mean and it doesn't necessarily have to be a black-owned um business but um but we do support black-owned businesses we house them in our location. Apart from that, I am a creative. I love anything and everything creative. So any like even this content, like I I, I um do graphic arts. I also work for Bronner Brothers. <laughs> I'm a product development manager. So I come up with creative concepts and ideas for new products and I develop them from ideation to market.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. The QR code is amazing. You guys should check it out. Make sure you see it when you do see it because it's going to happen. This is amazing. I love that you're for the people and you bring a lot of culture and actually giving back to, which is empowering. And speaking of empowering, Nimi, tell us more about you tonight.
1: Thank you. I love the segue. That was a nice one. So, hi, everyone. My name is... I am the CEO and founder of Lincoln Power. It's the background here, Lincoln Power. Uh, we are a woman empowerment uh, networking uh, platform. Um, so that's what I started. with back in September, and we've been growing and scaling like crazy, uh, which is why we're excited about this partnership with Modern Nature um, for the gym team events. Um, outside of that, I am a Black woman in tech. I'm also a certified scrub master. Um, so I do a lot of consulting stuff on the side. Um, so kind of setting off my nine to five hat and, and go full time. So I'm excited to dedicate more time and efforts into building Lincoln Power. I will be going to Nigeria in October. Hey. I introduce the platform on a global scale okay. um, because we also working on an app as well. Uh, We're really excited about launching this app just because the whole idea behind the app is to build intentional and impactful relationships and to create a space where um, women, but not only women, men can also connect and come in and plug in their brands and connect with the like-minded individuals and empower and just kind of build an ecosystem. So um, like I said, excited
0: for this Juneteenth event because that's what Living Powers DNA is all about. About empowering and connecting people from different backgrounds. So excited about that! That's amazing. I'm so proud of this project because I don't even know what's gonna happen after they the effect. Because you know, sometimes people kind of have that FOMO. They're like, "Oh man, I wish I knew about it, but you did." But people just didn't really know what to do. So when you think about combining Lincoln Power and modern nature, what's gonna be the result, and what should people expect? This could be anybody.
1: Um, I think from my perspective, they're definitely going to see a true partnership. You know, how two women in their own respective lanes can come together and dominate together as a collective and encourage and empower other people. So I think, I know for me specifically, and I'm sure Emma probably feels the same way, we want to be able to set an example for other women of color to um, collaborate and not compete with each other. I think there's there's something that's so powerful about two women coming together, bringing both of our our, our experiences, our backgrounds and just everything and just kind of coming together and saying you know let's go ahead and make shit happen and it's something that's so powerful and so amazing. So I know for me my personal takeaway is that other women will see this as an example to kind of continue um, having the same kind of mindset also as well.
0: I love that. I love that. Emma, I want to hear your opinion, too.
1: Yeah, um, I truly um, agree with Mimi. And um, we actually had a conversation on Clubhouse. It's about um, collaboration over competition. And especially in Atlanta, there are so many females and males, you know, in the same industry competing against one another. But we really want to exemplify, like, how we can really work together and definitely dominate whatever industry you're in you know as the group as a people you know because there's so many people out here you know there's so many people out here and if we can create like a network of people coming together hey we're doing this event let's all come and let's 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 just dominate it you know you know you have friends i have my friends and let's just make this network even greater so we we all can eat you know and at the end of the day what's for me is for me and also as a hairstylist um you know, sometimes I can't do of uh, my client. So I should be able to send that same client to somebody else that I can trust, you know? So it's just, like, just really showing example that we all can work together. At the end of the day, what am I competing with you for? You know what I'm saying? I can learn some great things from Mimi. Mimi can learn some great things from me. So, yeah, it's definitely that collaboration over that competition,
0: I love that. Now, I'm wondering why, and I see it happen. Why is there so much competition? I mean, it's competition, yes, but it's not healthy competition because everybody's trying to fight for the same plate, and yet the ocean is so wide. So why does that keep happening, and why is this such a need to dominate like this?
1: Okay, well, I honestly feel like people are scared that you are going to take their ideas run with it, maybe make it better. So, it's just that that small mindset of, you know, you're taking my ideas and I don't want you to pass or oversee or succeed, you know, 100% and get, like, past me. So, it's just that fear of, you know, getting left behind or that fear of somebody taking um, more than what they're supposed to take, you know? So, um, other than that, I, I feel like it's not. It's, it's, we don't really learn how to work together. And especially for my culture, it's like, yo, you know, you got to be the best. You got to be A. Make sure you're the first in class, top in class. So my parents never really taught me how to kind of work together with other people. So it's I feel like it's kind of embedded in us naturally. And we have to unlearn some of those behaviors. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And to add on to what Emma's talking about, I think just to summarize it in short, scarcity mindset, that's basically what it is. It's the fear of, I want to be the only one. I want to to have that accurate that I'm the only one, I'm the only person. Um, I know when I got into the tech industry, that was something that um, for me, I took it upon myself that, hey, being a black woman in this space, I'm going to take time to educate other people about what I do. Um, just because I don't want to be the only one. Um, there's, oh, there's no benefit or joy for me to be in a space where I'm the only person that looks like myself there. I believe in the power of, you know, passing down information. I think it's so powerful when you, when you know something, you have a gift and you specialize in something and you take the time to pour into other people because we're not gonna be young forever. For me, I'm always thinking about what happens with Lincoln Power if I'm no longer here. Um, I want to be able to pass down information. I think it's really, really important. And just looking at white people, that is how you see a lot of wealthy white people is because they share information. And I've seen it firsthand just from going to different networking events and being in the space that I've been fortunate enough to be exposed to. Um, Even going back to college, I went to a predominantly white institution, and I saw how um, it's a real thing. You know, they look out for each other, they have their little clubs, by the time they're 17, um, the parents have already invested in X, Y, Z, and they've already exposed them to different types of relationships. I think it's so powerful that they've been able to accomplish so much success just by shifting their mindset, which is to share information. And I feel like just kind of going back to what we were talking about, it's going to be very, very um, important for our community to expand when we just continue to remove that sparsity mindset. I think it's going to be really helpful and it's going to make a whole lot of money.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And there is so much room for everybody, especially looking at it from a digital marketing perspective. I come to see that not it's hard to even say this. There was one conversation I had with someone on Clubhouse and she was ranking for this amazing oil called, um, she called it Osun Oil. If you type in Google, big shout out to her. And she didn't know why she ranked on Google and how she got there first. So it, it made me wonder, okay, people are doing this to empower each other. But there's some tactics, there's some things that you probably should be doing that you don't even have to think about them. You you, like you can literally set yourself apart because when somebody types something up on Google, they find you. But when you think about collaborating, meeting up with people, knowing this kind of things, like you mentioned to Emma, You know, having people take your ideas. I've had that experience already on Clubhouse. Somebody told me that somebody took my notes and ran with it in another room. And I've heard it from somebody else about something else. So you keep hearing, you're like, this is the same app. Everybody's trying to eat, everybody's trying to grow. And you're the same people taking that information and going somewhere else and calling it something that you heard an hour ago. So I get what you mean by scarcity, but. What is the problem with people being creative today, especially with empowering each other? Because Modern Nature and Link power are two completely different entities, but when they come together, it's bigger. So why don't people see those things and why can't they create things for themselves?
1: That's a, that's a really good, um, good question. I just feel like Google University <laughs> has made people to feel like, hey... You know, I can literally just build a business. But for me, I'm still early in my entrepreneurship journey. So I am only less than a year in. One of the things that has helped me is having intentional relationships with other entrepreneurs. I've been doing it longer than I have. Like even somebody like Emma. Emma's been in the game longer than I have. So my relationship, my conversations with her is a lot easier because most of the time is she's already been there and done that. So why would I want to take it upon myself to give myself headache, right? I and mean, then also this Instagram, yeah. right? Instagram has glamorized, you know, life and entrepreneurship to be very easy. And you have twenty-two year olds out here, twenty-one year olds thinking that they fail when they don't have instant gratification. I think all of those things hinders people's creative thinking process because you're you're not looking at quality, you're looking at quantity how much content can I put out there to look like I'm successful how much more can I keep putting out there so that people can believe that I am a million dollar entrepreneur but I'm really not on paper um so there's also that piece of oh I want to keep up with the Joneses basically Mm -hmm. that mindset of I need to feel like instant gratification so that I can continue living this life that's how people can come on Clubhouse into a conversation and basically take your idea. I don't even believe that that's even possible because I feel like I'm a firm believer in what is for me is for me. Like what's for me, Baylor and Emma are all three different things. Um, We can have a a common interest or a common, even a common vision, but the way it's gonna be executed, it's gonna be different because I'm me, you're you and Emma's Emma. So I can't really be like, oh yeah, I'm on clubhouse, let me not share information. Let me not say this because somebody's going to go and take that away. Um, Because ultimately they can't take away what is for me because they're not me. Um, I think that mindset is very, very important to have because
0: you can just get carried away in, Oh, this whole idea of let me not share information. Yeah. And
1: somebody's going to take my idea basically. That's deep. Yeah, that was deep. <laughs> but yeah, do that. Awesome. <laughs> but um, I honestly feel like um, somebody taking your idea, like what does that really look like? Um, For instance, I'm really good with um, Canva, for instance. Um, before using Canva, I was using Illustrator and Photoshop. But when... I got introduced to Canva. I was like, oh my goodness, peace out, you know? <laughs> so what did I do? Uh, even Evie, she was like, oh my gosh, you need to teach a Canva course because everybody's coming to you. Everybody's coming to you and they're telling you that um, that you can really, like I love your logos because I'm even creating some co- logos on Canva now. Just something really quick on um, your content. Ooh.
0: Uh, yeah, that's was even like yeah.
1: done on Canva.
0: That's you know? fire. That, so, that logo is sick
1: right and like for instance my modern nature logo that was created on photoshop you know what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. just like but um anyway so people have been asking me like small business owners just like i'm kind of confused i have i have a very low budget i'm starting out can you help me so i pretty much gave them the basic rundown on how to use it um how to customize templates you know, gave them some of the some of my own special ideas that I had for myself, I ended up giving it to them because I'm like, you know what? This can benefit you a lot. Now, do they know the ins and outs of it? No. But can they? If they decide to learn, they might have a unique twist, a unique unique angle on how to use it. So that goes back to what Nimi was saying. Like what is for you is for you, what is for me is for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um every like for instance I'm a I'm a hairstylist I own a hair salon um, I love greenery I have ideas to make my salon look like you know a safe haven you know but that could be somebody else's idea but their definition of safe haven could be something totally different from mine you know what I'm saying so it's just we're all different individuals we all have different perspectives um, but you know there's we have one alphabet well here in New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what I'm So it's like you got A through Z. How you want to use it? You know, we have colors. How do you want to use the colors? So and I feel like also ideas, yes, they're God given, but once it's been translated to somebody else, it could look like something totally different. Yeah. So for different. all, all individuals, yes. all have thoughts and ideas, and how we bring it together is totally different.
0: That was spot on. Because yeah, you wanted to say something to me. Yeah, I was just gonna say um, where I
1: see this being an issue. Honestly, it's for um, in, in our community. I'm just gonna just call it call it what it is. Just because again, I've been fortunate enough, and just from my experience, I work with a lot of white people, and I just I've learned a lot from them. And what I've learned from them is they overshare information. Sometimes they tell you the things that you didn't even ask them for. They literally share information. Every certification that I've ever done, it's been, I've gotten information probably from a white person on how to go about it, resources available and just different things, which is why I, when I got on Clubhouse, I took it upon myself to really educate about agile, just because you know, I was seeing a lot of black people looking at either doing programming or going into uh, UX design. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's other ways for you to make money if you're interested. So oh. I took it upon myself to just start having these conversations and just educating people, just because I feel like again, sharing information is key. You know, especially when you want to be successful, because you can't do everything yourself. It just it's it's humane. It's completely inhumane to think that you can succeed um, by yourself and I've been doing a lot of research on a lot of successful um business owners and millionaires and I keep on seeing a common theme they have the right people and the right systems in place and that comes from information so you have to be in a space where um you're open to information basically
0: I think so, too. I think this is the time when people should be more alert as far as what they're looking for. Because now people are getting smarter. People are getting... We always get smarter. But sometimes some people just don't get there really quickly. Some people do. And you realize that the consistency in what you do ends up creating a picture in someone's head. If you keep taking pictures of you on a private jet for six months straight... (laughs) six months straight, you will think that this guy could probably be chilling, you know, somewhere else. But the illusion that has been created has made you believe that. And that's what people want to see. And of course, that's what he showed. But now when you think about taking that same idea to somebody who's actually, who's actually doing it, doing it, and you can see them doing and you respect them for what they're doing, you see there's a difference in perception. There's a difference in vibe. There's a difference in conversation. And those are the things that I get to see that most people don't get to really tap into. Because like you said, you can take that information and not really do as good. The person that did that probably butchered what I said. You know, and that's that's what I got to hear. And I was like, oh, you didn't really say fully what, but you could tell because it's from the same notes. And you realize that over time, The fact that it happened means that there's something good about it. That's what you have to really think about it too. And once you grow out of that and become comfortable, it gets better. I'm looking at both of your logos and they look completely different, but they have completely different power energies and vibes. Like if I look at Lincoln power, I'm seeing the orange. It can tell me there's that connection. There's that togetherness because orange is within that red spectrum. Now, even with you, Emma, the modern nature, if I see that on a wall or on a building and I see that with like legible, you know, strong, what do they call those things? Like a sign, like the signage, right? If I see that in a store, I would walk into that store too, because it's so clean. It's crisp and you can see what it says. It's not gibberish. It's literally what it is. And you look at the two and you're like, wow what is this about? And it invokes that curiosity. And that's what people don't think about. So when you think about empowering and women in empowerment today, yeah, we talk about women empowerment. Yeah. We talk about, yeah, you guys support each other, but sometimes you'd be fighting in the back and you're like, what happened? I thought everything was okay. You know, there's a whole smash. There's a whole glass falling on the ground. So when you think about creating that normalcy and Putting away your differences, how does that play today and how does that play into your business? You want me to go? Anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I think I think to summarize it in short, because this this can be a whole the uh, clubhouse conversation. <laughs> into entrepreneurship, um, I think it has a lot to do with transparency. Um, transparency and also aligning with like-minded individuals. Um, because like-minded individuals are not catty. They're not... We they, they got a winning mindset. Every time Emma and I are on the phone, we're trying to figure out how do we get to where the money resides. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, that looks like us coming together and being transparent about our strengths and in our weaknesses, it helps. Um, for Emma and I, we've been knowing each other for a while. So we've been able to learn each other's behaviors. And I know her pain points equally. She knows my pain points. We know where to, um, we have a true partnership. I don't, know how to I don't know the best way to describe it, but we make a good team. We know, I know from a creative standpoint, Emma's gonna go ahead and get everything situated. That's her wheelhouse. When it comes to the other stuff, as like going on Clubhouse, marketing the, the event, hosting rooms, doing this, doing that, that's where I come in. So we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. When it's time to follow up and being people's asses, we need X, Y, Z, that is me. I will call you, I will follow up with you if I need to, so I'm blue in the face. I don't have a problem with doing that. That's something that may be a stress point for Emma, but for me it's not. I enjoy connecting with people, I enjoy following them. And then by day, I'm a Scrum Master. That's what I do for a living also. So I've been trained and yeah. conditioned to do things like that. So I think when we talk about like that true partnership and actually empowering each other, I feel like again, mindset is a key component of the component because if you're not in the same headspace how you guys want to collaborate with each other I don't know but you're going to have to be in a really really um, good headspace aligning your goals making sure that your mission and vision um it it could be two separate entities like we talked about I have Lincoln Power, she has modern nature but we do have a common goal there's something that we're trying to work towards together as a collective we're all about building community and then also um um transparency you know having those transparency conversations when they, when we're at odds get on the phone and when that irritate you wouldn't you irritate me what am i missing and having those open conversations but it takes time to get there yeah. um because we're talking about two women have known each other for over 10 years so it's not like oh i just met emma last week and we're trying to collaborate together it took time for us to get here also right um and i agree with Amy. um but yeah i honestly feel like we have a common goal um i align with her values um and then we have similar missions okay so um with modern nature we are all for helping people helping other small businesses bringing them on with Lincoln power it's all about networking and also working together as a community so, because that aligns, it's so easy for us to work together. Because now we're on this, we got the same pet space. We're all trying to do something for the community. So, um, and then again, I, I understand her strong points. I know where um, what she special, not specialized in, but I know um, what her strong areas are, and she knows my weak areas, like. Definitely, this right here is not my thing. You know, I usually like to like stick to myself and create, be behind the scenes. Mimi is more in front of the scenes. And I'm like, Mimi, go ahead. But sometimes you do have to get out of your comfort zone, which I talked to her about it too. Because I was like, um, we got a couple of more sponsors and they're really interested. I guess I got to um, just come out of my shell and I got to do what I got to do. So I feel like that's what true partnership is. That's teamwork. And it's, when I'm down, she might be all the way up. Sometimes I'm all the way up and she's down. And then I got to, you know, I got to pick up her slack. So I just feel like, again, aligning with um, one another goals or with, um, and then having the same values makes things so much easier.
0: I think so, too. I think this is where collaboration is very important. And I love how you actually mentioned the fact of transparency and being intentional with what you guys want for each other, because some people just want to be around you because they know that they can get to the next person. It can happen in relationships in networking. It could be anything. Everybody has an intention period. So when you know what you're looking for and the person that you connect with is likable, trustable, and I, I can have, I can literally sit down with you and know that everything's going to be Okay. That's the kind of person I would want in my business five years from now, not someone that I have to be calling at 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning, figuring out whether things were done before Monday because there's a deadline, you know, so you don't want to be stressed because of high value. And it makes a lot of sense on how you can collaborate and create content together. Now, when you think about empowering, there's something that I saw on Instagram and I have been able to repost that and, and talk about it. And I also wanna know what your thoughts are, especially when you think about your you know, partnerships together. When you think about delegating and women empowerment, your first 1K will come from hard work. Your first 100K will come from working smart, but your first million will come from building a team work harder and smarter than you. Now, when you think about what you guys are building and how it's coming together, especially for this event. Now, what is the mindset that you are having even towards this event and after based on the scalability and that discoverability to people and other people you want to connect with? Because yes, you want to expand but there's also that figure in mind. Like Nimi has been saying, you gotta you gotta be where the money resides. So if you want to be on that one million side, you gotta know who's smarter than you to work with you as well as you know still stay connected. So how do you see those going into your events going forward, especially this year because things are opening up?
1: Um, I, wow, I really love this question. It's a, it's a loaded one, but I love it. Um, being a visionary, you know, you gotta. You gotta know your place as a founder. You know what I mean? I feel like for me, I'm comfortable and I know that I'm a visionary. I know that people look to me to kind of tell them like, what is in your head, you know what I mean? And for me, I'm in a space of also building people. I love building teams, I love you know pouring into people and I love um, being able to go from ideation to inception. I, I love that whole process of um, being innovative, having conversations. Like Emma can tell you, I am doing a lot right now. I'm constantly coming up with ideas. I'm constantly um, thinking about scalability. And I think just, just because of my background, I work in the tech industry to know that you fail, fail, fail until you get to the results. And the only way for you to, to know the end result is to try it. Um, I think a lot of times what happens with a lot of people that um, are visionary and why some people probably just give up on their passions and their dreams is because people are not able to understand their vision and early on you want the acceptance you want people to be around you and have a team of people that get your vision and the reality of the matter is some people are not going to get your vision and that's okay, Um, that's part of the process, right? So for me, I love delegating um, for that reason. I'm coming into this space and Emma Emma will tell you, she's like, cut back on this expense. Don't spend money on that. But for me, it's like, I don't have the time to sit down and do everything myself. So if I got to start putting money to the side to pay people to get things done for my sanity and to not disrupt my visionary mindset, that's what I'm going to have to do because there's something called a creative block you know I can't think I can't come up with concepts and ideas if, I'm, if my hands are in every single thing right. Um. so for me early on I'm learning that you don't want to be in the roots of everything because you get stressed out you get stressed out and then you now become a blocker to your own vision and to the scalability of your own brand or platform mm. so other than you being the blocker or the person that is um, hindering the platform from growing or your brand or your business, whatever you're doing, you want to start putting people in place. If that looks like interns, if that looks like um, spending money on a virtual
0: assistant or whatever you have to do to not block your visionary mindset, I think there's, there's something that's really important because you need to be in a headspace where you can actually meet people. Yeah. You don't
1: want to people from an empty cup. That's the worst thing you can ever do to yourself. Facts. So for me, um, with this event, I've actually pulled out my contact list and I went through it and I was just like, Okay, who's a millionaire? <laughs> you know? So um my so the event is gonna be held um at my location, Modern Nature, um, which is in Marietta Poweskey Road. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Monticello.
0: Monticello, no, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta tap in.
1: It's, okay, so Monticello is a, it's a cigar lounge, but it's been popping okay. lately. We've had okay. um, a lot of because um, I'm upstairs, they're downstairs. So okay. I think Tank performed like three weeks ago. Oh. Um, uh, it was Think Tank, um, Genuine was there, um, Big Boy. So we had like a lot of the heavy hitters <laughs> um, touch down my area. So what I did was I connected with him and I told him about the event, the June 19th event we're having. And he was definitely interested because, you know, I, I kind of pitched the contribution to social responsibility you know, we're we're the small, we're kind of the underdogs because he's doing extremely well. So just making sure that we um, connect with people who are already in the industry, people who yeah. are doing very well. I think he also owns a radio station, you okay. know, and getting that support from him. And then now I'm also planning on getting Brana Brothers on board um, to, to help sponsor. So just utilizing your network um, with me. Like Mimi said, I'm usually not a talker. I usually, like, low-key, doing my creative stuff, but it's really getting me out of my comfort zone because at the end of the day, we all want results. So it's not good to just keep yourself comfortable. Sometimes you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation so you can see the results. So, um, like I said, I pulled my, my contact list, and I got busy. You know, hey, we're having this event. I need your help you know, and oftentimes you will hear back from them because they do want to give back and you yeah. never know until you try. So
0: that's in true. addition
1: to being a visionary, it's good to kind of latch on to people who are already doing. it.
0: And I think that's where you start to find your true success. When you actually be around people who are doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you see yourself three years from now and you, you're next to someone who is doing that and you actually have the opportunity to be there I feel like that's a privilege that and that's an honor because you kind of see kind of a hindsight because three years is going to be completely different from his three years. So or her three years. So you think about where that is growing and what perspective that is bringing to your table and the value you're adding is always going to be poured over and over and over. Now, I'm thinking about Juneteenth and I'm also thinking about someone who's probably never heard about it because we are so international That sometimes people are like, huh? So we have to like break it down a little bit. But I also want people to really know the value of what is happening and why people should care. Because this is very important to society, especially for the next generations to come. So I want to know more about Juneteenth for somebody who probably has never heard about it. Yeah, so yeah. Juneteenth is the day of
1: freedom and liberation. Um, that's the best way to summarize it. You know, I'm not a, a political science major, so I'm not going to get into the whole political side of things. But um, when I think about that day and just thinking back to how many years back and just what that day signifies, I think that's what. That's why Emma and I were like, yeah, we have to do this event. There's a lot at stake with this event because we're talking about community. You know, these are the things that we have to do as a community. We're trying to bridge, bridge the gap. And when we talk about spending our dollars, you know, what other day than on a day of freedom and liberation for, you know, African-Americans, Blacks, Browns, whatever, come together as a collective to put dollars into our community. Um, I think that day signifies... A lot of the struggles that um, our ancestors have gone through in the past, and kind of just being able to be in a position that we can actually do stuff like this—like it's amazing, you know. Like, who wouldn't want to come and celebrate and you know promote this kind of event? Because there's so much. Again, like it's—I get—I get get goosebumps even just thinking about Juneteenth, just because. I can only imagine what they were going through and then now fast forward to 2021 we're in a space where we can actually have an event that signifies a lot of the struggles the tenacity that a lot of um, our interests have gone through and I think it's just something that's so powerful that we're able to um, use that day to put dollars back into our community right um, and I also feel like it's a good time for us to get together once again to support one another. Um, learn more about other small businesses. Be a little bit more purposeful where we're spending our money, who we're spending our money with, and just support back into the community. Um, so that that's really it for me. I, I just feel like we're, especially our we're really young still. <laughs> and really, um, instead of us going out, clubbing, um, going out to, you know, just chilling. We're actually yeah. trying to promote other businesses so we can keep this wealth going in the circle. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, like I said, learning about other brands, learning about what your brothers and sisters are doing. We're giving other people an opportunity to connect. And um, actually, the first hour of our event is going to be just for... The small businesses, so they can connect and learn about um, one another and see what everybody else is doing. So maybe they can, we can um, kind of um, be the one to kind of foster um, and bring forth partnership among the other vendors. So I think that's really important because, again, oftentimes we're so used to worrying about what we're doing. You know, and not knowing what somebody else is doing. And I feel like we kinda need to know what we're all doing so we can support one another. You know what I'm saying? Versus just staying in my lane and, and I'm just worried about, you know, me and my business. So um this June nineteenth event actually helps other businesses connect with one another.
0: This is fire. This is definitely something that I know people should show up for, will show up for and literally think about their future while they're doing what they're doing now because it's all in the present. It's all for the future. And I think that's that's a great mission and I know especially for that first hour, that's kinda gonna hype up the event to a point where everybody's on a completely it's like a dopamine effect. Like everybody's just ready to work. Everyone's just ready to grind. Everyone's ready to connect and the energy in the room is also gonna be really impactful. So what do you think people should expect as an experience when they come in? What's the mindset they should have? Because some people will be like, yeah, I want to get like 50 business cards. I want to, you know, people are going to think about all kinds of things that they want to do. But what's like back to mentality? What should people be thinking about for this event? And where should their minds be every time this happens? Collaboration you know
1: collaboration um and then also just looking at the significance you know which is why i think we have a package that link a package specifically intentionally trying to get women to think about collaborating um because my vision is to see other women kind of following suit and doing things that are similar you know i want to see three or four women walk away from this event and they're literally getting money together. You know, they're not even only getting money together. They've built a solid relationship, intentional relationship where it's mutually beneficial. You know, it's genuine support, genuine love. Um, I want to see women again, like I said, um, come to this event and it's like, you were struggling with marketing. Here you go, here you go at the table talking to somebody about marketing and there you go problem solved. Um, again, I want to see people sharing information um, to help each of us succeed in all of our own personal endeavors. I think there's something that's so beautiful when we have a networking event like this and you see people a year from now build close relationships from events like this. They're friends, not only friends, but they're genuinely having business conversations, connecting on different type of levels, even personal levels where you connect with somebody and you're like, yo, I can talk to this person about what I'm dealing with, you know, at home. We can't do life, we can't do life by ourselves. Um so I'm just really excited for uh, maybe this is me being biased but I love networking. I'm just really excited and looking forward to seeing like the connections that will be made through this event honestly okay yeah and like what Lee was saying um we have uh, a shared table option where two businesses come together might not even know one the, you know and but are allowed to share our tables so in that way they can also learn about a person's company and like we said sharing information um I feel like there's going to be a great advancement because um We're really trying to push that concept of sharing ideas and um, building a community. So if you come to the event and you did not connect or network, like, I I don't know what you did, like, I don't know what you did wrong because you have to. There's going to be QR codes everywhere Um, just because we have Mimi, she's super into tech and... Um, you know, she's bringing that heat on. Like, we're not going to have a bunch of loose leaf paper every <laughs> right. So, yeah.
0: that advancement is going to be there. Yeah. That's lit. I, I, I'm already seeing how this is already happening. Like, if somebody is listening right now and they want to figure out, okay, maybe I'm interested. Maybe I really want to do this. What can I do to get there? What is the next step I need to take if this ha- event happens every time? What's... Like, where, what's next? <laughs> yeah, um, I think what's next is definitely going to be make sure you they're, they're plugging into <clears throat> both of our platforms. Like, connect with us on our social platforms, you know, stay up to date. I know, Lincoln Power, we have a newsletter you can subscribe, um, so you
1: can definitely join the community. You know, we'll have an app by the grace of God really soon, um, so we can be able to. You know have intentional and impactful um connections so there will be a lot of um call to actions you know post the um we'll follow up with people and just kind of see how can we continue doing this mm-hmm. we'll make this annual that is what we're calling it the first annual um, so we want to do this every year if that looks like when power modern nature are the ones that are hosting it and it grows into something where you got other women that want to be a part of it. Like, hell, like, you know, let's do it. You know, this the more the merrier. Like, let's go ahead and do it. Let's put our money together. Let's get it together. Um, so, and when we get to some point in this conversation, I will definitely share my screen and walk through how you can access the, the website, um, how you can go ahead and register for the event and how you can also go ahead and secure vendor tables too as well.
0: Okay, Emma, do you have anything to say? Because I really want to get into that too.
1: Yes. Okay. So, real quick, um, like Mimi said, um, hopefully the app will—well, it will be ready very, very soon, and um, that will be kind of like the digital version of what we're doing. Um, and then also, um, Modern Nature Store—that's our concept. We host other people's products, and we have a shelf for them to rent in our space. So that also continues. So then I'll have all that information If they do decide on that same day. Hey, I want to go ahead and secure a shelf space. We can definitely make that happen.
0: Awesome. This is exciting. Mimi, back to you.
1: Yeah. So um, all of the excitement. So I don't want to lose the momentum. So I'm going to share my screen here. And um, I promised you this is probably so much better on mobile, but for the sake of this, I'm going to just share my screen, uh, linkinpower.com, I'm going to type it in again, in case somebody is like, wait, how do I get there, so it's L-I-N-K, sorry, I can't even spell it, L-I-N-K, empower.com, go to the website, and you on the first page, you made it. So user-friendly and so easy for everybody to access this because we have this right in front of our homepage because we want you to you know not look for the information. It's right there. Um, it's all over. You can even um, text empower to this phone number that's here to join our email list for alerts and reminders. So we also have that option too as well. And if you go right here and click on this here, it's gonna take you to Eventbrite. This is, the, this is the one that is open to the public, so you go ahead and just click register. It's free for you to come um, as an attendee. don't have to pay anything. All you got to do is just register so that we can get a headcount um, to know how many people we're expecting. So you can go here, you register, um, and then you should be good to, to go to so attend the event. Now, if you're like, hey, I want to be a vendor. I want to be able to sell my products on here. Scroll all the way down. You got it right here. Vendors sign up here. Click on that list, it's going to take you to another screen. And we have a form here. You fill out your information, just follow the prompts. Really easy, I promise. It's not going to take you more than two to three minutes to fill this out. You fill it out, and then when you hit um, submit, it will come up and take you to where you can make the payment for the 129, the 179. And the two forty nine option. Um, now the one seventy nine is definitely going to be a split payment. So we've already um, gone in, in on our end and made that um, adjustment. So you're not going to get the full charge because it is
0: a shareable table. So you just kind of want to make that clear, um, that clarification. Okay. Wow. So if somebody picks the standard, the link up, and the premium, what I I can see the differences. But let's say someone wants to just go full in and say, let's just go what do they get from this premium
1: so that's a good question so for the premium you definitely have access to the vending space you'll get a table you'll get a cover um we'll highlight your business on our website and all of our social platforms as well um and i believe we're also going to be having um a clubhouse conversations too as well so um, the more, If we see more people getting more premiums, we'll probably do something where, you know, we we'll have a, a clubhouse um, segment just catered to your business only. And however you want to run the room, you can definitely do something like that, too, as
0: well. Awesome. This is amazing. I'm definitely going to let people know about this myself. And yeah, guys, you guys better tap in because this is the first annual small business link up and you don't want to miss it because this could be the setup for your next event.
1: Yes,
0: absolutely. Amazing! Wow, I'm I'm really pumped up, honestly, and I'm so happy that you were able to make it to the playroom. Definitely, I'm. I know by God's grace, you guys will be here next year, so that we could talk about the second one and the third one and the fourth one. You know, we just got to keep it going and keep expanding because I know that people are going to get impacted, inspired, and motivated to really move because we really had a crazy year, and I know that. This year, people should really buckle up. If they know one thing, they should know that we are supposed to support each other because we are all we have.
1: Absolutely. We might be seeing you at the event.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't seen your registration, so... I mean, uh, yeah, we're going we gonna to sort that out after this. <laughs> awesome. Wow. If there's any way... People could reach out to you. What are the best ways they could reach out to both of you, Nimi and Emma?
1: Um, so all things Lincoln Power, I mean, on all social platforms, it's Lincoln Power on Instagram, our website. Literally every social platform is Lincoln Power, I promise. Like we're the only Lincoln Power out there. Um, there isn't another like dummy account or anything like that. So type in Lincoln Power you see our website, and you'll see all of our social um, platforms. Like I said, if you text "empowered," we'll add you to our um, email list. So it makes it a lot easier to stay in touch with us directly as well. Awesome. Yeah, and for me, it's modern natured. it's is what it is, and um, you can go ahead and scan that QR code behind
0: me. Hey, yeah, you guys better tap in because I did it too, and it it took me to Instagram, and I'm and I'm so happy that you know, it's, it's quickly done. You know, people love to see things quickly and tap in and just continue with the conversation. So this is the future. And I'm so excited to have you guys here again. Thank you once again for being here. Y'all are amazing. And I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having
0: us. You're welcome. Anytime.